Knowledge is power, and we are all about empowering the mamas of the world. In each episode, we will unravel and interpret the latest research and evidence-based practices for pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood. As mums and researchers ourselves, we have experienced firsthand the overwhelming complexity of information, myths, and those classic old wives' tales. I'm Dr. Renee White, and this is The Science of Motherhood. Hello, and welcome to episode 79 of The Science of Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Renee White. Hello, and welcome, mamas, especially those who have survived, I think it would be uh, New South Wales and Melbourne school holidays. We are deep into the school holidays here in Tasmania. And I thought I would take an opportunity in this Check-In Tuesday episode, which is one of our briefer kind of episodes, to talk about something that is a relatively cheap and easy activity to do with your children in school holidays with the ever-increasing price of things to do and shopping and bills and all the rest of it, I feel you. You know, this is our first proper year of five days a week of school with our daughter and the juggle is real when it comes to school holidays I go into kind of DEFCON 4 mode leading up to it about three weeks beforehand and sit down and map out with my husband, right, who is on holiday school kind of program, which days are we taking, which days can we handball to a grandparent or Another thing I really love doing is particularly if parents are able to take some part-time holidays instead of all five days, is that I kind of reached out to other mums and dads in our community and just said, hey, do you want to share the load? And do you, you know, if you have to be in work on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday, um, you know, how about three families kind of get together and someone has the kids at each one of their houses each time. So not all parents are kind of, I guess, missing out on paid work. That's something we've definitely employed this time around, which has been so, so good for multiple reasons. (laughs) Our daughter is an only child. We are one and done. And so we effectively kind of adopt a couple of siblings for the day, which is fantastic. So I don't get a TV zombie baby um, child and also, you know, playing with other kids is great for socialisation. But I wanted to talk about something that I am in particular going to be leaning into this school holidays, things that are not going to break the bank. And so with that, I guess one of the first activities, you know, humankind has ever (laughs) engaged in is nature play. The other day I saw on social media something along the lines of like, uh, you know, the fact that we as human beings are made up of, I think it's like 70% water 
And so if you are in a rubbish mood, if you go and look at water for like 20 minutes, it just has such an amazing effect on you and your well-being and your, you know, mindset. And it's really interesting that, you know, when I read that, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, that might have been one of the reasons why when we moved to Tasmania, we're actually about five minute walk from the beach and we can see the Derwent River from our kitchen. And every single morning I actually make it almost like a little kind of practice where I look outside, I take in the sunrise, I notice the colours. I typically tell Eva to come have a look at the, have a look at the sunrise this morning. And we see the river and it is such a calming experience, you know, just sitting there with your cup of tea and just kind of taking it all in before, what do they say, the calm before the chaos of the day. And so these school holidays, I am going to be leaning in as much as I possibly can to nature play. I've already signed Eva up to a bush play day, which I'm so, so excited for. We used to do bush kindy in Melbourne, which was such an amazing experience. And so each week we would go out to some sort of like reserve with the same group of parents and kids And the facilitator would just have a really simple activity for the children to do for that, I think it was like an hour, an hour and a half. And, you know, we walked along this track and did like a loop of the reserve and the kids had to do something different each week. So maybe it was, you know, they each got a sheet of paper and they had, you know, some insects or bird life on there. And it was kind of like, you know, a nature bingo. The next week it could have been looking for different tracks. You know, can you see a bird or a wombat and or something like that? And we are really, really fortunate here where we live in Tasmania that the school that Eva goes to actually backs onto a reserve. And so they actually do a lot of bush play when they're at school, which is just amazing. And one of the funny things that they do is they've got these big fold-out kind of poster books and it is called the poo poster. And they have to identify different poos in the reserve and match the animal, which is just like, you know, I think it is an adult. I just kind of think, oh my goodness, this is so funny. But the kids absolutely love it. (laughs) And so... As I've said, these school holidays, I am totally leaning in to bush play, nature play, and all of those things. Obviously, you know, minus the transportation cost. So if you can't walk to your local reserve, you know, it's some petrol. But I guess, you know, apart from that, it can be really, really simple activities. And if you look at, you know, some of the science around this, and I always love to put my science hat on, you know, playing outside gives your child the chance to explore the natural environment and have adventures. And so they can play games and 
you know, test their physical limits. Um, it's a form of expression, you know, climbing trees and having a little bit of kind of danger in their life builds confidence as well. But most importantly, it's around making mess and children really need to be able to make mess. It's that concept of like being able to encourage them to, you know, build that Lego tower or, you know, leaning tower of blocks, but equally destruction of that tower of blocks is as important as well. It gives them this kind of like power play, which is very, very important for children. So I guess, you know, for the for the science angle of it, you know, studies have shown that spending time outdoors might lower your chance your child's chances of developing short-sightedness. Also, you know, safe play in the sun is really good for them with that exposure and and help boosting their vitamin D levels. But also playing outside and being in that natural environment can also help your child to relax and feel calm. And so that plays into their mental health and well-being as well. So I thought I would just share with you some of the little activities that I have got planned with Eva as like a one-on-one thing, but then equally it would be amazing, you know, if we've got the neighbours' kids coming around, it's an opportunity for them to play with one another, learn, you know, valuable negotiation skills, concepts of sharing and friendship, and then that in itself helps build emotional and social resilience as well. So straight off the bat, just a plain old bushwalk. My goodness, the amount of bushwalks that I went on with my family every weekend was I nearly every weekend. And we mo- you know what, we mostly did it in the winter as well because it was kind of like, you know, that fun activity where you rug up and you wear your gum boots and you get to splash in all the puddles and all that kind of fun stuff. So, straight up, just a plain bushwalk. It, and then on that bushwalk You can do things like just talking about the different varieties of the plants that you see and just getting them to notice it. It's like, what does that, what does that leaf texture feel like versus, you know, like a fern versus like a eucalyptus leaf or, or something like that. Another activity that I absolutely love doing in nature is before you go, you get like a piece of paper and you draw a rainbow. So you have all the colours on the rainbow. And then on that walk, and you don't even have to go on like a bushwalk for this, you can just like walk around your local neighbourhood, is matching plants, flowers, you know, insects maybe, and you match, you've got to find each colour of the rainbow on your walk. I have done this so many times with Eva. She absolutely loves that game. If people are generous, (laughs) you can take a little sample of the flower, you know, maybe in your own back garden, you can do that. But, you know, that's probably for kind of, you know, three to four-year-olds would probably be able to manage that, just identifying the different colours. And then as they get a little bit older, it might be like the concept of 
getting them to draw what they see with those colours. So instead of taking the nature along with them, they can they can draw it and, you know, that can be part of like a little scrapbook that they've got. The other thing that I saw the other day was, you know, maybe collecting some rocks and doing some paint paintings on the rocks. It could be making a little miniature garden in your own garden, like fairy gardens. We're currently doing our garden at the moment and one of the things on my list is to have Eva come into it and make it her own little patch where she's got a little fairy garden. What else? Pressing flowers. Yes. We have done this already this year. Again, I am one of those people, I absolutely appreciate funny birthday cards and design and things like that. I totally get you, but far out. Sometimes when you've got like lots of kids' birthdays all at the same go and you're paying like, you know, five bucks for a card, there's probably some people going, oh my God, Renee, are you mad? Like we just go straight to the $2 shop. And even still, like that adds up. So what we've been doing is, you know, we'll get just some paper and we have pressed flowers that we've picked from our own garden and Eva glues them to, you know, a homemade card and she writes a message on it. Really, really easy and simple stuff to be able to do. And I guess my last little tip, which I saw from the lovely Bernadette, she shared it on her Instagram socials from, she's from Core and Flora Stores. She took her two boys down to the beach and she bought with them, they're called Honey Sticks. That's the brand, watercolour paints. And so, you know, they gathered some shells at the beach and because they're an all natural paint, so there's no chemicals, no toxins, nothing like that, they actually painted on the beach the shells that they found. So they did like little pictures and, you know, you just let their kids' imagination and creativity run wild. So I'm actually going to order some of that, those honey stick watercolour paints. I think that's such an amazing idea and something, to be honest with you, I think she made a, a comment in her post saying that it was actually really good for her, for her like calming, her the calming of her kind of mindset at that present time. You know, I think she was solo parenting. And that's the other thing. You've got to think about the effects of not only for your child and their developmental kind of leaps and well-being, but also you being the adult with them. Being in nature is just such a wonderful feeling. There is just something about, you know, plant and environmental medicine that we as humans, I don't think, have really tapped into the hows and the whys. But we do need to reconnect with nature. It just works wonders for your mindset and your well-being. So the benefits for you as well as mamas and papas is going to be amazing. So that is what I will be doing in my school holidays, which for those playing at home, I currently live in Hobart, Tasmania. And so we are absolutely spoilt for choice when it comes to nature. Uh, I can see Mount Wellington from my house. We've got a beach five minutes down the road. And so I'm absolutely going to be taking advantage of 
packing a lunchbox and grabbing a long stick and going on some beautiful bushwalks with my daughter these school holidays. I would love to know what you are doing with your kids these school holidays. So please feel free to send me an email if you would like to share that. Hello at ifillyourcup.com. And if you are one of those mamas or papas who is currently, you know, spending your days at home with your newborn babies and you are looking for some nourishing food, please feel free to hit us up. We have got our discount code of 10% off all of our Fill My Cup products, which include our dark chocolate and goji lactation cookie mixes, our creamy coconut dal, and our postpartum recovery sits. If you want to have a look at any of those products, head over to ifillyourcup.com and hit the shop button and you can get 10% off any more, any one or more of those products using the code fillmycup, all one word. All right then, till next time, see ya. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. If you know someone out there who would also love to listen to this episode, please hit the share button so they can benefit from it as well. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. If you would like to contact us, we are at ifillyourcup.com or you can DM us at ifillyourcup underscore via Instagram. You can find all of our services including our postpartum in-home care and our fill your freezer meal delivery service as well through both those channels. Thanks so much for listening.